0: All right, so Megan, episode 11, Yep. Julian Edelman number. Mm -hmm. He is a listener. Sticks. Sticks, goalposts, what else? Twigs. Yeah. I think that's it. Two Cam Newtons, which I don't even want one of them Mm. because he's number one.
1: Do we have him back?
0: Who? Yes, we do. Patriots? Yeah, but I think they're going to trade him.
1: Okay, interesting.
0: All right, I'm Matt Gregory with Sable Adjusters.
1: And I'm Megan Calabrese with Fox Rock Properties. All
0: right, Megan, here's the deal last episode we had brother sister mm-hmm. that was our first pair double seater <laughs> twosome <laughs> now we have a husband and wife joining us
1: yes we're going to chat about their individual businesses but then also last year living together working under a roof COVID style
0: with three daughters yeah and
1: they're still together
0: they're still together <laughs> and we are sponsored today by Love a Boy. Yes. which is a sparkling hard tea zero sugars, 90 calories.
1: Drop off another case at the Cross Country Mortgage office anytime <laughs> you want.
0: Absolutely. And then we also have a Blue Moon on set. We do. For one of our guests. So this is uh, this is going to be an interesting one. Husband and wife obviously, you know, with the pandemic, the challenges of working from home. Obviously, they're both entrepreneurs, they own their own companies. So we're really going to be peeling back the onion on different avenues and all that.
1: Yeah, let's have some fun.
0: All right, let's in, let's welcome them into the studio. We got Randy and Laura Winters. Hello, guys.
2: hey guys. What's going on? How are you? They Good for having us.
0: All right. Well, I mean, this obviously has been just turned up a notch because this is our first episode where we're having a couple of celebrations. I mean, it is Masters Week.
1: It is Masters Week. We it's only sp- right to. You know, have a cocktail.
0: Yep. It's noon o'clock mm-hmm. and we are sponsored by lover boy today. Yes. I mean, yeah. we're just here for
3: the lover boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: a new drink that I just found out about. Thanks. Fact well, check I'll day. be honest Delicious. with you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. DC. Um, I will be honest with you. It does taste like breakfast and almost like the fancy pancakes when you get the uh, strawberries and whipped cream on right. top. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's pretty good. It's going to go good with my black ice coffee um, <laughs> that we're still trying to get D and D to sponsor. All right, so let's let's dive into it. So Randy, um, you are Cutter Hill Capital. Correct, yep. And Laurie, you're Hingham anchor. Yeah.
3: All
0: right, so we're gonna, you know, obviously I do have manners and we usually do ladies first, but we're gonna dive into to Randy. So Randy, obviously, direct real estate, hard money lender. Can you walk me through, you know, we'll get to BC because you are a double eagle. You did your undergrad, you did your master's there. Yep get me to Cutter Hill Capital and then we'll go there because you're friends with PJ. PJ hates the F word, flipping houses. (laughs) (laughs) When I I hear hard money lending
2: and and I impress... Even even the word hard money is... is, So is uh, that a bad word? Taboo in some circles. I like to use the word private lending just because (laughs) it, it makes people happy. I don't really care what... People use it's the same thing regardless of what you gr- refer to it, but I yeah just for for people's happiness I yeah. like to use private lending.
1: It's not a bag of cash in the back back room. No, and that's guy. what we <laughs> talked
0: about when I was sitting in traffic. I'm like, okay, so PJ hated the F word flipper, hard money lending. When you hear that, you think like big cheeses in the back room going to break ankles if all of a sudden you know. You give them the bag of cash. They go out and do whatever. And now we got to go collect yeah, it. So it's, it's like
2: a, it's got a negative connotation in, in the in the industry just because it's it, it seems shady. it Seems high right. interest rates. People are trying to take your property and just trying to like put you in a bad situation. When rules right.
3: need to be broken, I
2: usually just do that myself. I take, I <laughs> Laura's the muscle. <laughs> Laura. <laughs> Laura is the muscle.
0: Yeah. She drives around in the Mercedes yeah. tinted windows. Yeah. She's You're big like, cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's big cheese. Yeah. Swiss. Um, so you graduated. You graduated BC. Get me to get me from BC, and what got you into starting uh, Cutter Hill Capital?
2: Yeah, actually, after I <clears throat> after I graduated BC, um, I started working in the athletics department doing some fundraising because um, I had the uh, grand ideas of uh, of working in athletics the rest of my life, mm-hmm. and then I realized that um, you don't make any that, money. Yeah, you don't make any money. So <laughs> that was not going to pay the bills. It was fun, you know. You go to all these games, right. and you know, it's so a it's a fun environment, but it was not going to pay the bills. But while I was working there they, you know, as an employee, you get to uh, get tuition reimbursement. So I applied and got into the MBA program. And so while I was working there, I um, got my MBA. And as I went through that program, I realized I wanted to get into real estate, always had a passion for real estate. Mm -hmm. And um, so after I graduated, I was doing my job searching in real estate, got a job with um, a company local here in Boston, uh, that was buying industrial properties across the country. Um, unfortunately that was in 2008 so that was not a good time to <laughs> yeah. be employed in the <laughs> Yeah I know world. that whole thing that's
0: when the double S word came out short sale Yeah, yeah. Right. she bought a house for 408 and then sold it for 275
2: Yeah so <laughs> I had a friend
0: Math. <laughs> Yeah, I had a friend that had some <laughs> yeah.
2: I was on the Go short on. end of that situation um, <laughs> I feel your pain brother And then uh my lovely wife sitting next to me uh we weren't married at the time but she was living in Washington DC so I sort of lost the battle of who was going to go where because um, we were dating long distance. So I moved down to Washington, D.C. and got a job at a real estate law firm okay. doing property tax appeals, which was sounds pretty boring. And it is in some sense, but it actually was a great job at the time because it was counter cyclical to the economy. Mm-hmm. Um, property tax appeals are the usually, uh, I'm sorry, property taxes are usually the biggest line item, expense item that property owners have to deal with. Right. And so at that time with property values plummeting, everyone's very sensitive to what sure. they're paying in taxes. Yeah. And so we were pr- representing all the major property owners and managers in the greater DC, Maryland, and Virginia area, um, just assessing values and determining whether it was appropriate to bring it through the appeal process and try to reduce it for them. Um, but I wasn't an attorney. So you know my <laughs> ability to grow within that firm was capped like Limited. the day that I walked in, so. <laughs> right.
0: And did you even think about going for your JD? You know, because you already had your MBA. Oh, it was
2: a it was a conversation we had a lot I because him. oh, so I, you wanted the I JD. wanted
3: him to go because he would be on a partner. Track I would I would I would in
2: partner in like no time.
3: But we had two babies that were fifteen months apart at the time, so he basically was like, "You'll have to raise these children alone. Yeah. I'll be working all day and then going to law school." I would had night.
2: to I would had to pay for my education and also do it part time, which you know, for law school part time could be. Four or five years, or more. Um, yeah, I mean, so you are uh, right in the tough. hub of
0: law schools. I it mean, was about G- George Washington right. down there. Yeah. I mean, Georgetown. George, exactly. It was a so daunting
2: funny. undertaking at the time. So we, you know, because of the young kids, we just opted against it. And I was just looking for other jobs. Um, after, I, mean, I was there for five years, but. Um,
0: well, you cut your yeah. teeth there, and then, so then you go from DC, right? And then obviously, Laura, we'll get to you, but now you, you come back up this yeah, way. Yeah, I come
2: back to Boston, and I joined a, a friend who had actually started a private lending business, and so I joined that company in the startup phases, um, and I was there for almost six years, and um, you know really learned a whole lot about the industry, because I was not familiar with it at all.
0: So the private lending part of it, this gentleman, can you share uh, what company was that, or do you want to, you know, was he a Boston guy, was he a self-shore Living. He was a Boston guy. Okay. We we'll, we'll
2: keep the name out of it. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, no, that's fine. Okay, so how long were you with him before you said I want to branch uh, out? I was
2: I was there for 6 years. Um in that company they just started shifting in a few different directions and I wanted to really focus almost solely on the lending side of the business. Mm-hmm. And I knew that there was opportunities and the best way for me to really capture those opportunities was to branch off on my own. Awesome. And I'm, I'm not I'm not the entrepreneur guy. Like I don't I don't, I don't do that like willy-nilly. <laughs> I don't just start a business. It was there was a lot of thought and a lot of conversations. Well,
0: I'm sure, Laura, with your <laughs> energy, your high energy, your positivity, I mean, obviously we're- It was
3: sort of not I optional. I mean, I feel like we should be <laughs> at
0: Duxbury Beach right now <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with <laughs> our sponsor right now. Um,
3: I forced him to quit his job. That's <laughs> No, th- th- not really. The I muscle, mean,
0: but no. W- w- how did you play that role w- to 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 really get Randy to get the solar panels flapping from that entrepreneurial mindset? Because here's the deal. You go from a steady paycheck or whatever it is and I know that yeah. from what I'm doing. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, all right, now I'm paying myself. Sing for yourself. Right. right. And, Sing and there was swim. even
3: more pressure because I own my own business. So, like, we didn't, you know, have health care or, you know, so when he was leaving didn't his job, of all of a sudden, there were all of these other, you know, we have three kids, no benefits. Uh, but, um, you know, the... September before he started his company, what, like late November, um, we were on vacation in Bermuda for his 40th birthday. And I just started to say, you know, I think you have a vision, you have like a plan. He's the most, um, sort of linear task oriented person that I know. And so it just didn't make sense for him to continue to work for other people And, but have his own, you know, vision at the same time. And so I was kind of encouraging this probably for a year leading up to it. Um, And I'm so like, but we also have a joke that I tell all of my friends to quit their jobs. (laughs) I just don't understand like working for other people. (laughs) (laughs) You
0: you know what? So, So, so the last year, no, I agree. I've, I've done the same thing, you know, whether it's corporate America or working for a privately held family owned company. You know, you, you rely on that crutch. That that first crutch is the paycheck and the health insurance, right? And then the other crutch is, you know, it's already established and you know, blah blah blah. Absolutely. But when you, but once you get a taste of being an entrepreneur or working for yourself, you you realize how much hours of sleep you've <laughs> lost a little bit. Oh, it's you, it's, un, it's unbelievable. It's but, but to then no all benefit of, a of his, your own, his, his yeah. you can do <laughs> yeah. like, I can actually go play eighteen. Right during the day and not have to look over my shoulder or check my phone a hundred times, unless it's a client, obviously, because you got to keep them good save, you know. Right, yeah, good. Thank you. <laughs> um, but you, it's it's the freedom that you miss out on. It's the always constantly looking over your shoulder. I mean, we're getting ready to go April vacations coming up with our kitties, you know, um, and going away. You don't have to get your vacation form in right. three weeks in advance and hope that it's approved. Or where am I in on the freaking the 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 the, the pecking order of, well, Jill already sent in her vacation January first for the full year. I can't go on vacation because we're short staffed. So yeah. awesome! And I and I'm huge pro. Start your own, go for it. As long as it's methodical, you know, planned out, and you and you have the. If you've support got a good concept
3: ends. and you're good at the work, one thousand. Know, why would you be making money for other people? For it people. just doesn't make sense to me. One thousand. And if anybody's like sort of teetering on whether or not to start their own company, they should spend. One hour with me over cocktails, and by the end of the conversation, they will have quit their job. I encourage everyone might have a website, might have a company name.
1: And
0: and, and I'll tell you, because the c word, COVID, you know, this SBA, small business, and all that stuff has really crippled people. But it's also opened up new opportunities. It's also if you were furloughed or laid off, now is the time to do it. So if you take the good, Megan out of such a shit year. Yeah, silver lining. Silver lining is a lot of people may have become entrepreneurs or whatever. So 2019, Cutter Hill is born?
2: Correct, Yep. 2019. Okay.
0: All right, so 2019, now all of a sudden 2020 hits, you're, you're one year in, you got the COVID, you do a lot of real estate, private lending and all that stuff. Any negative effects or was it actually did it was there positive positive for the um, it for the, was, after that first year anniversary?
2: So the first year, 2019, the beginning part of that year was definitely like growth phase, like get my name out there, generate some new business. And then by the end of 2019, things were in a really good shape and progressing well. And then beginning of 2020, you know, March 2020, um, things just ground to a halt. It was it was a major impact on the business. Um, so at that point, you know, I had private capital that I used to, um, to fund loans, and that was all deployed. Um, and all the loans were very safe and everything was good with the loans. But you know, my ability to raise additional capital for new projects and you know, my outside sources of capital, they were frozen. So I could not generate new business for probably at least two months, if not even longer. Um, so I was, you know, I, I basically transitioned to making sure that my existing loans were functioning and, and progressing as well as they could, and and ensuring to the best of the ability they were safe, and um, and that was that was almost the best that I could do. And I sort of stepped back and tried to address some like procedural and administrative stuff because I just, you know, my hands were tied for for a little while.
1: <clears throat> sure, but then. The real estate market got on fire.
2: But then, yeah. (laughs) But then, starting in, I'll call it, say, June of 2020, um, capital markets opened up a little bit. Um, I had loans that were paying off, so I was able to start recycling some of the money. And as soon as that happened, um, you know, any project that was finishing up sold in a heartbeat. And anyone who could find an opportunity, there weren't as many competitors in the private lending space. So if you had capital, you were in an advantageous situation. So starting in June, things started to skyrocket towards the end of the towards the end of 2020. So in that sense, there was a silver lining because you know I was disciplined and, and stayed true to my business model. And as soon as I was ready to go, you know, it was full steam ahead.
0: So walk us through the steps of private lending. Okay. Someone comes to you. With what? A project? You know, just for the listeners out there, mm-hmm. walk them through how the process happens. If someone has a house or a commercial spot that they're interested in purchasing and they're looking at you in your company. To fund it or the private, you know, walk, sure. high level walk us through that step for the listeners. Sure. Uh, so,
2: everything that I do is all short term in nature, meaning the project or the loan should not last any longer than one year. Okay. So, it could be a project that's a renovation project that someone's buying as an investment property, um, you know, buy it, renovate it, sell it. So, if someone identifies a property that they want to buy and renovate, Um, they will contact me. Mm -hmm. They'll give me some very basic information. You know, what's the purchase price? What's the address? Mm -hmm. How much money do you think it takes to bring it up to to speed? And then what do you think you're going to sell it for? I'll do some quick analysis at that point and make sure that from an economic standpoint, it looks like a good deal. Mm -hmm. And then you'll kind of dive into a little bit more detail with the borrower and, and the market and all that sort of stuff. But the time window from the time that a borrower brings me a project to when it actually gets funded can be as quick as two weeks, sometimes even shorter, um, depending on the situation. But usually it's a a very quick time window. And that allows borrowers to put a very strong offer in to sellers because a lot of these properties are distressed and people want their money quickly. So um, that's the biggest advantage of this industry is the speed component to it um, relative to what conventional banks can offer.
0: Yeah, because I took, so I was telling Megan on, on the ride in you know, I in two thousand nine, I think it was or two thousand ten, before the government started getting involved in that. You know, you know, buying and selling houses. You know, the F word, flipping houses. Sure. <laughs> My father and I did a lot, so I was versed in in how, how the private, you know, I'll say, hard money lending yeah, worked. Sure. You pay the points up front, mm-hmm. and then you have the points on the back end, and the deals are structured either monthly or sometimes it would be at the very end and all that. Yeah. Do you do you offer a suite of options on okay option A this is how you do it option B or is it or you just cookie cutter this is how it it works to the person looking to get that private lending
2: i sort of start with a cookie cutter form and i and i give them sort of a baseline of what the structure will be and then as i learn a little bit more about the borrower um, if I, you know, if I find that they, um, you know, have certain aspects of their profile from a liquidity standpoint or experience standpoint, that might make it easier for me to structure it in a little bit different way, I'm happy to um, make those adjustments because I, you know, I'm a one man shop, I can be pretty flexible. And so if, if it's going to allow the borrower to be more successful with a slightly different structure, right, I'm all for it.
1: And you vet these people pretty well. I mean, because there's risk on that side, right? Oh, so, hell yeah, there um, yeah, is. You don't
0: want to just lend it to some Tom, Dick, and Harry.
1: Exactly. I mean, yeah. Think you of could, what a bank
0: makes you go through,
1: yeah. and now you're your own essentially. So, uh, you know, your own I don't bank. have
2: all the checks. You know, the check boxes that right. a conventional bank does, but um, you know, I tell people all the time, it's this is it's a risk profile analysis more mm-hmm. than anything else. Anyone can do a sort of evaluation of a property, but it's right. a risk profile analysis when you're looking at. How quickly can this property sell? How quickly and effectively can this borrower complete the renovation? Um, you know, are they equipped to manage any issues that come up and right. things like that? So, I always tell people the biggest thing that I look at is the borrower's experience level. Sure, bingo, and that. To me, it's not something that you can quantify on paper. You can't put a ratio to it, but I know that they're going to be better equipped to manage problems that come up and have less of an impact on the value and, and ultimately the profitability of that mm-hmm. project. So in, in my estimation, experience is the biggest thing that I that I try to focus sure. on. And you know, I'm not diving into tax returns and all the nitty gritty of that kind of stuff. But if I can verify your experience and track record, that's more important to me. Right.
3: And I actually think that that's kind of what sets your business apart is that, you know, you were talking about hard money lenders seeming like these like crazy backroom operations. Oh, mean, you look at it, you know, like no. all right,
0: come on in, uh, sit down. Maybe my name sucks. is Lou. My name is Lou, and you know he's got the, you know, he's got the, he's got the scales, and he's weighing out his. Yeah, You know, maybe I, I some
3: I'm, are, but like Randy's more analytical as opposed to salesy. I mean, you see oh, totally. this guy right here, oh, like totally. it, with his, his beast. No, we NBA. are so opposite. He's like, like almost like having
0: Johnny Bale on. I'm like, I got, I got dumber in the podcast, and, and that's I, and I why I accomplished yeah. shit in my life. That's oh, why I on. think
3: like he would be. I mean. Obviously, maybe I'm more salesy, but I think that's why he's kind of a great option in the space of private lending because he is—he's looking at it um, and analyzing it from that perspective, not from a sales perspective where you know you should go with me because I'm gonna be fun and I'm gonna buy you beers and I'm sure. a great time. Oh, he looks you're like
0: a good guy. I'll give him job. a quarter of a million for that project. Yeah. yeah. Houses you know. are only selling for 60 grand. Yeah. Right. Well, cause I you're mean, pitching, yeah. cause
1: the other side of that business, you get the projects, Bingo. but now you need to, you have a pitch book. You need to go get people to trust right. that you've done your homework. Due diligence. Exactly. Yeah. So
2: I've, I've got investors behind me that also need to buy into right. it. So I have to put together a good story that mm-hmm. they're gonna buy into. and. Um, and support that project and, and be willing to invest in that yeah. project. And so you then want reinvest. your borrowers yeah.
3: to be successful. I mean, right. at the end You're of the day.
0: You're the deals, right? Yeah, I mean, in, in a sense, on both sides. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to do the sniff test yep. and then you got to turn around and then sell it to your your investors, folks, yep. your yep. investors. Yep. So they need to know, okay, in this, yeah, there's. I mean, there is a lot of steps yeah. in that process. It's not just yeah, so there's, the backroom there's deals. There's
2: the borrower's track record that yeah. I have to look at. Right. But my investors need to look at my track right. record and see that loan you know, the money that I'm putting loan out for the loans yeah. is also performing as expected. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because if you throw some cash on yep. the thing, you want you want you an ROI. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in and, yep. and sometimes you want the project to go out a couple of extra months. <laughs> I mean that's all. <laughs> some state people spade. don't like
2: the really short projects. But, but no, right. their like their a lot of guys, guys long, right. a lot
0: of investors are like Oh, really? You think That's in 90 days getting. it's gonna be right. there? You, you're almost want 180 days. Exactly. Or 210, you know. So, no, I, I get that part of it, because the longer it struts out and you know everything's there, it's just more money for you everyone on the back end of that deal. Very true. Um, so
1: so now we're, we're into 2021. You've mm-hmm. got a chance to kind of reflect back on Laura's decision to make you start your own company. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and, and like we joked, you, you left a steady paycheck, a steady job, health benefits and all that stuff. Any reflections back on positives, happy with your decision, lessons learned?
2: I would not change it for the world. Great. Do you kick
0: yourself for not doing it sooner? You know, don't seem like that type of guy. Me, every morning I wake up, I'm like, why didn't I do this five years ago? <laughs> <laughs> Who
3: invented
2: the slinky? Yeah, I really... I put a lot of time <laughs> and effort in, into my old company and really you know, wanted to do everything that I could to see it succeed. But yeah. at some point, you know, I, I don't think the timing was was wrong. I, I, I think it was kind of the best time because we talked about it and we kind of did yeah. all the steps that we needed to do. So in, that, in my estimation, it was that was the right time. Just
1: like your projects. You analyzed yeah. risks, rewards... Yeah, And Laura just punched, pushed you in the deep end. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Fully closed.
2: (laughs) That's a
1: good, yeah. Fully
0: closed. When you were at BC though, right, Double Mm. Eagle, so you spent some time there. Yeah. Was the Eagle Diner still open?
2: Yes. Really, yeah, like the Godzilla burger the Godzilla challenges burger, yep. and Absolutely. all that stuff. Yep, pictures on you know Polaroid pictures on the wall. Oh, <laughs> Polaroid, and they signed it, and the, everyone yeah. there was the not in burger? shape. Yeah,
0: I tried it. I tried I think it was the was four, po- four patties, at the... four patties, and, but then and a pound could, of fries, and a pound of fries yeah. and like a twenty gallon soda fountain yeah. soda. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and everyone in the picture looked like you know like. Death. <laughs> uh, take a left down the street at the blinking yellow Beth Israel's on the right hand side. Go get your arteries. We're free. actually going to drive you because yeah, I don't yeah, think you yeah, can make yeah, it. Yeah. There. Yeah. You got meat sweats coming everywhere. We don't know if that's heart attack or oh, whatever. That's have so you.
1: gross. Oh, man. All right.
0: So we're going to shift over now. We got Hingham Anchor, Laura. Yeah. So, we a fun little fact you did your college at Setonary.
3: I did.
0: Home of you know double zero Robert Parrish.
3: I did. That's the only reason people in Boston have ever known one thousand (laughs) percent. And I don't even know
0: where it is, where it's located.
3: It's in Northwest Louisiana, Northwest Louisiana, Shreveport, and it's. I think there were eight hundred undergrads when I was there, so it was the smallest D one school in the nation at the time. Wow, Um, but now. Uh, you know, I don't. I think it's D three now. They they bumped down. Now. Yeah, yeah.
0: bumps is a gentle word. <laughs> yeah. I, I, You've been de- I, it, so besides two famous people, yourself in the chief <laughs> coming out of there, anyone else? Yeah. Drop anchor, get it, hang a anchor yeah. nice. down I love there. It. That
3: you know, I don't. Uh, not that I can think Hal of. Sutton. Oh, Hal Sutton. That's right. Oh, Hal Sutton was yeah. from Centenary. Yeah.
0: I was a fan of him back in the day. Yeah. He fell off the map, too. Uh,
2: yeah. He, he had a nice run in the 99 Ryder Cup here One, in Boston. Absolutely. But, um, yeah. You it, know who he is, right, Laura? But beyond Sports that. Sports
3: ball. Totally.
0: Talk to us about your background. What got you to Hingham Anchor? I mean, obviously, from Louisiana all the way up to Hingham. Yeah, Go for it.
3: So I lived in Boston after college, and was working for Special Olympics at the time, doing fundraising. Awesome. And um, I asked a colleague of mine. He, I think he was like, "I want to set you up with someone. What what's your type?" And I just said, "Tall." Was this pre <laughs> It was. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't want to ask you
0: a chapter, <laughs> no. you know, because I don't I don't want to you know right hook coming my way. But so this was pre. So you yes. had a friend. First of all, how did how was Boston on your radar? from Louisiana. So Just out of curiosity. I, I always liked that like oh I lived in like you know Cork Ireland and you know I, well obviously I know why they got to Boston. Yeah. You know, How would you find Boston? Like of all the major sure. cities, the metro areas. Like, how did a girl from Louisiana? I had
3: never even been
0: to Boston you before. Go. That's exactly what I always wanted.
3: And I worked for the Kerry Edwards presidential campaign in 2004. Okay, and it was election night, and we were at the election parties, and all my colleagues on the campaign. Um, I, we were on the traveling staff, so mm-hmm. just you know, coincidentally, because of Kerry being from here most of them were from Boston so election night i came to boston went to the big party in copley square and mm-hmm. you know we were sort of thinking Oh, tomorrow we're gonna get jobs at the White House. This is gonna be great. We're all gonna move to D.C. And instead, the next morning, I think we woke up with you know a hangover and no job. And yeah, eighteen
0: <laughs> percent votes. Right. <laughs> no offense.
3: So, no, so, um, so I just ended up staying here because it's sort of like where all of my colleagues were from, yeah, and absolutely. got the job with Special Olympics because I have always been committed to advocacy for people with special needs. My aunt um, recently passed away, but she had uh, Down syndrome. And so I actually looked there to look, you know, specifically for a job there, and there happened to be one open, and um, so I loved it. And, you know, worked for Special Olympics here for probably three years before I moved down to DC, but met Randy in the middle of all that.
0: <laughs> well, then you had your friend, he's like, hey, what, what your type? Yeah. I think you were tall, Randy. And
3: I just said- um, yeah, I know,
0: imagine if he was me, 5'11", like 5'11". <laughs>
3: no.
0: yeah, I, wouldn't have I just shot.
3: said, oh, I like tall guys. And so he, on St. Patrick's Day in Somerville at the Burren, decided uh, to introduce Randy and I. And he actually decided to double his odds on that Introduction. He wanted to really, like, make a match for me that night. So he also told Randy's roommate that I was there for him. <laughs> <laughs> and lucky for Randy's roommate, he was short-wasted that night and just sort of falling all over himself. Well, whereas Same Randy-
0: St. saying Boston. Yeah, he, I mean,
3: yeah, I yeah, expect. Red Solo
0: cup, vomit you know. on the sidewalks, but go on.
3: So anyway, um, Randy and I ended up going on a date and, okay. you know, the rest is history. Until a year later when I was like, hey, by the way, I need to trace my own dreams and move to D.C. <laughs> so then I, I left. But we were only long distance for a year before he got down there.
0: Are you an aunt or an aunt?
3: Um, aunt. Me too. Yeah.
0: You said your aunt.
3: Yeah, aunt. That's a, Is that is, a Louisiana thing? Is that thing? a, is I think that a so. Southern I, thing?
0: Because it's like Aunt Betsy. I mean, how do you Maybe. get it? I, I I'm say an,
2: aunt. I'm a, I'm a, do you? You're an aunt? I'm a cozy guy. My yeah. kids
3: say aunt, though. Yeah, which well, I think should. is so They're funny. Mass. <laughs>
1: They're assholes
3: now. You got three daughters. Ants crawl around on the ground. <laughs> exactly. Right? Ants, yeah. ants, ants. Ruin picnics. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you feel like everyone in Massachusetts has an Aunt Nancy, no, but everyone no. else is an aunt?
0: No. Well, you think
1: Nancy? I've heard
3: a lot of people call, like, oh, I have an, an aunt, aunt Nancy. Aunt Nancy? Yeah.
0: Nancy, but everybody else Nancy,
3: is an aunt. Yeah. Aunt. I'm an aunt. Yeah,
0: we're aunts. Yeah. Because I think that's the biggest thing.
1: With, I
3: if it's with Southern the, or if it southern, has to do with the southern, name. Southern, yeah. Well, when we first moved here and we were looking around houses with our realtor, yeah. she was like, oh, and this house has a bath." I was like, I'm sorry, <laughs> what? Hoff? A bath?" And I didn't realize that there's like this New England Boston dialect that's almost like Kennedy esque, yeah. where some people say things like that. But you have rooms. What's your mom? You have a utility. What's in? We have a utility room. We, you know. Oh, so they break the keep, Baptist bar. Uh, the Baptist bar. What's a Baptist bar? Oh, the Baptist bar is you the brain. best Louisiana feature. So Baptists aren't okay. allowed to drink. Southern yeah. Baptist, but. Most homes in Louisiana have a hidden bar that's behind cabinets. So you call it your Baptist bar. So when the preacher comes over, you close the bar. Because <laughs> that happens a lot. And when the preacher's not there, you can open the bar and, you know, the Baptist bar. <laughs> Matt's head's uh, good, old,
0: good old religion, huh? You know everything. It's, it's like okay, break out the skeletons. Under the rug. <laughs> yeah, the, that. yeah, the guy that's with the red nose is coming in because he doesn't drink <laughs> with the white collar preacher. Yeah, He's yeah, looking yeah, for the Baptist yeah, yeah, bar. padre. I think that <laughs> down south they call him padre. Do they? Yeah, I saw an old '80s show, Savannah Smiles. Do you remember that? No. And the guy was a crook. He was like, "Hey, padre." Hmm.
3: Yeah. A show called Sa- Savannah Smiles is, is your introduction into all things southern. <laughs>
0: Actually yes and then Forrest Gump came along and then you know he put gulf shrimp on the map. Um, do you like your shrimp better? I mean I know oh, 100%. Those are rapid. You do.
3: Gulf shrimp are better? Really? Yeah. And
0: And it's horserad- it's heavy on the horseradish down there too We right? do or really what-
3: enjoy horse You know what's funny? I Gulf has um, great oysters, huge oysters. Hmm.
0: I know that. Yeah, New Orleans.
3: And I know yeah. you know you guys are passionate about your oysters around here. Well, Duxbury Oyster Creek
0: Island, Island Creek, they really put them on. You think the they're map. better? Because I thought Southern all oysters our oysters used to come in from everywhere. Yeah, Gulf. I mean, I Cape too. I think they're yeah. they're more Wellfleet. flavorful yep. here.
3: Really? Yeah, they're more flavorful, but they're also like so tiny here. Mm-hmm. Whereas Gulf oysters are bigger. Yeah, but also. Now I don't know if this is just a reflection on my family. It's okay. and how they eat an oyster, but I had never had an oyster that was not on a saltine with cocktail sauce on top. Until I moved Who here, puts
1: it on the saltine.
3: You Southern- do. No, oh, we yourself? Don't? Like when it comes. No, no like, like, like one would. One would. <laughs> I just eat so it out of the shell. I just shell. suck it right. right. I
0: slam it right. I yeah. put everything
1: so you have in to the loaf. cut low top. it out of
3: the shell. No, I mean, it's oh. like served on the half shell. Okay. And yes. part of my preparation for the oyster is putting it on a saltine. Oh,
0: so you put it on the saltine? That's what i Yes. Yeah, but, we don't. We go right out of the shell. We bring you
3: the saltines with your oysters. So, like, it's expected oh, interesting. behavior that you would do that.
0: Oh, that's why North and South don't get along.
1: It's nice. The war
3: is over. It's nice to
2: have a Yeah, I think we have a new one coming. Up not with the saltines, but yeah. But Laura, also, what, but Laura, I think. What was, what was the war between the North and South referred to in your schooling? I don't know if we can oh, Northern Randy, no, Randy, that's Northern good, aggression? no, really, that. Is the Northern Aggression?
3: The War of Northern Aggression. <laughs> Brendan
1: went to Richmond, and they were like, call him a Yankee. He's like, a what? They're like, it's the War of Northern Aggression. He's like, how long
3: ago was that? You know, I remember one of my friends growing up, Jay Terry, up. moved from Louisiana to West Virginia, and I remember all the boys calling him a Yankee because he was moving to West Virginia.
0: <laughs> oh, so what do they think of
3: you up here, yeah. Northern? Oh, they have no idea what to make of See, I, I like
0: it because it's the bubbly, it's the happy, I see everything half full, I welcome that. I never point where you're coming from, you know, like, yeah. oh, she must be from Louisiana, she's too happy. But no, I, I I, mean, I can pick out someone that was born and raised in Boston, right. just from the attitude because of the four seasons, sundown effect, all that stuff mostly southern charm southern women are are, are very open me casa su casa we can tell you thing. to go
3: to hell and make you think you'll enjoy yeah. the trip yeah you can, yeah oh, or i'm in aisle <laughs> bless one bless your heart oh yeah yeah, yeah. Bless i'm your in heart. aisle
0: one i sneeze and someone over at produce <laughs> just said good bless you in the south <laughs> if you sneeze up here now it's like covid <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, where's your mask <laughs> right. so all right so we we kind of went off a track a little bit so talk to us about hingham anchor how did so how did that come alive? How did it grow legs?
3: Yeah. So um, my friend and business partner, Hillary Jennison, she and I in 2018 started the Anchor. And basically the idea came about because Hingham only had one news source at the time, the Hingham Journal, which came out once a week. By the time it came out, it was sort of the news was outdated already, you know, and we would <laughs> laugh thinking kind of, it was it was laughable to think, okay, right. I have three kids, you have three kids who has time to open a paper? We would laugh out loud at the concept of like, oh, let me just sit down with my coffee and open the paper. When do you have time to do that?
0: Saturday morning's hungover on your third (laughs) breakfast sandwich, but go on.
3: Not with three toddlers, (laughs) you know? Yeah,
0: that's right. (laughs) Here's a ball.
3: You know, how do you get information right now? I get information if I'm on social media and I see something right. interesting and I click on it. Right. But Hingham didn't have access to anything like that. So Hillary has a public relations background. My back, my background is development, um, fundraising, yep. marketing. You know, so we we sort of had the skill sets. Um, we both, you know, are fair, fairly good writers. I'll say, you know, <laughs> I think we're okay. Um, but we knew how to. You know what we wanted and basically we decided to create what was missing for us as consumers which was an easy way to have the news you know quickly reported where it was on our phones with us all the time
0: so did you did so did hang make anchor like did you create an app like almost like an instagram we do so we have an instagram
3: page and we have uh, almost seven thousand followers on the Instagram page. Seven thousand and one after today,
1: because you clearly aren't a follower, Matt.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I'll do it you just will be. for yep. for our guests. Yes. Um, so you'll post this show on your Instagram, so we could have seven thousand listeners by the end of this. Yeah, podcast. Yeah, I mean,
3: I think they're they're going to be excited. They are. Okay, you're going to have to move the podcast to Hingham though.
0: I'm fine.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but okay. yeah,
3: so we wanted to kind of celebrate all the things that are in town because yes. it's a great town, yep. um, rich history, amazing people. So we wanted to celebrate that while at the same time providing the information that people would want. Mm-hmm. And we also wanted to do it for free because it seemed silly to... I mean, one of the things we always say is, it's your news. Why should you pay for it? You know, it's your town. You should have access mm-hmm. to all the information. Why should you pay for it? So luckily, we have some really generous advertisers who cover our writers, our sports reporters, all of that, and we're able to provide this resource to the town. Genius. You know, it's great. It's not... Um, we are never going to retire off the Hingham Anchor, but it's a service that we can provide to the community Absolutely. that's it's really important. A perks,
0: too, if there's a 45-minute wait at a restaurant and they see... You know, one of the owners of Hingham Anchor come in. I mean, I may have made a, a reservation under
3: a Hingham Anchor yesterday, yeah. did so it did it work? <laughs> it did. Especially if you're, if you're like, they, well, I'm the food critic of Hingham Anchor, yeah. right? Right. We yes, need a she's food sitting
0: critic over there, like with her. I mean, you can make me, me wait, or
1: you can read about it Yeah. No. I'll, the people I'll take
0: four oysters, and they better have salties. <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly. Yep. Ch- the community's D-minus. been awesome. They've like yeah, welcomed yeah. us so graciously, and you know, I do think that most people in Hingham, we are kind of their resource for news. Mm-hmm. Because again, if you go to other news sources, you log in, you hit a paywall immediately yep. and you can't, you can't get in. Or you wait seven days for the paper to come and find out something that we reported a week earlier. So it's hard to compete with.
1: Love it. And I think you also, the, the thing I like about it is um, you connect people and yeah. you also highlight people, which in a world that needs more positivity anyway, you kind of find these people that are in Hingham or around Hingham or associated, and you give them a spotlight to kind of be shown. Right. Um, that
3: was Hillary's idea, and she always said it was sort of the North Star for us was to highlight the amazing people in the community. So we have our Humans of Hingham section where um, we introduce you to your neighbors. You know, somehow we all ended up in this tiny corner of the world with twenty thousand people. Right. Um, Is that the population for Hingham? 2022, Twenty, twenty-two, somewhere in there.
0: We're sixteen in Kingston.
1: What are you? I think we're half of that. We're like eleven or twelve. In Hanover? but growing. Yeah, because okay. we went to school this year.
3: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> 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 and you all have pools. We yeah. do all have pools. <laughs> yeah, 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 So yeah, humans of Hingham. It's it's great. Let's let's meet our neighbors, get to know each other, celebrate right. each other. So we try to be positive.
1: Yeah, and the events I think is another one early on when you were talking to me about like, we, you either go on Facebook or you try to like, you know, again, sitting around with toddlers or little kids how do we kill four hours on a Saturday? Like, right. but you no, know, you you guys have a great events page where, cause sometimes you don't know what's going on until you maybe happen to look at Facebook or, oh, I didn't know there was a clown at Derby Street today or whatever. And I think that brings not only people together, but right. gives people things to do.
3: Yesterday we posted about um, a Derby Street Shops, April vacation yeah. week of programs. And they filled up that day, you know, because people need to get out right exactly. now, you know, no, especially people with little kids. Yeah.
0: So talk to us. COVID, two working parents, at home, three little girls. What are the girls' ages?
3: They are nine, eight, and three.
0: So nine, eight, and three. So nine gets you to third grade?
3: Yep. Yep. She's in third. The other one's in second. Second, And and we've got a preschooler.
0: Okay. Are they back full time right now in school? They are.
3: Yes. Hallelujah. They're all back.
2: Only as of like two weeks ago, though.
0: (laughs) Right. So let's talk about that. (laughs) Everyone pick a side of the room. We because you had the virtual learning. I mean, I'm sure it was a little, probably not as strict as like my kids. That's ninth grade and seventh grade. Yeah,
3: we didn't. We were really bad at virtual learning in the spring of last year. When you
0: say bad, like getting them engaged to look at a, a laptop for however long. Yeah, I
3: mean, I mean, my business was busier than ever because all of a sudden people wanted all of the information yeah. about town.
0: Oh yeah, and so it had gone <laughs> yep. from
3: publishing like you know. There's a zoning board meeting tonight. You right. might want to attend if you're interested in the Amazon facility. To what are the COVID numbers? What are the COVID rules? What's changing? What's open? So it was constant. Okay. So, and everybody's um, in front of their computer. Yeah. So, there were certain specials for school that I was like, I don't know if you need to do online gym today. Can you just go outside and ride your bike? Yeah, get some <laughs> vitamin D. Do
0: some yeah. chalk in the driveway. <laughs> right. Work on your alphabets yeah, there we, and we all that pretty, stuff.
2: We were pretty liberal about we did the best like, we could in uh, the spring. The schedule that the school was putting out.
3: We stepped it up in the fall, but um, yeah, it was it was mayhem.
1: Well, I think in this sp- last spring. Remember, we all thought this was like two weeks. Yeah, So it was like, hey, you'll be home. Maybe you can read, maybe you can play. You'll be back to school in no time. But Mm -hmm. then it was like, okay, this is real. We need to get on a schedule. Like, you know, once we all realize we're not going back to school.
3: We were lucky. Everybody else got thrown into the house with their spouse and all their kids at once. We were lucky. We'd already worked together for a year out of the house. Okay, And so we were already used to each other. Otherwise, I don't know.
2: We just had three new house guests yeah okay. right. all of a sudden the <laughs> right. kids were around
3: too and we have two dogs and so oh, it was just chaos. wild
2: big dogs or little dogs
3: we've got a golden retriever awesome and a Tucker Tucker is his um, name. He's, he's like, like a, like beagle, a beagle mix oh so <laughs> like a bot, t- so, t-
0: yeah. so no one knows what he the dad looked like and the mom were he looked like a black lab, lab
3: when we got him but he just grew longer not taller so he has these short little legs but like a fat lab, lab so almost body. like
0: a dachshund or a, a or yeah. a basset hound I had a DNA test
3: done he's mostly beagle
0: okay so (laughs)
2: the jet black Beagle. yeah that's that's weird because you prove that
3: expense randy (laughs) Put a
1: dna test done and he did (laughs) ancestry.com
0: on 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 23andme
1: we we swabbed his cheek yeah
0: on tucker he swabbed tucker's cheek and said (laughs) we're gonna find out what mom and dad were really (laughs) up (laughs) to yeah so so the girls are back in full time Hopper and Grace are the oldest. Hopper the Hop of the oldest, yeah, and then Harper's Grace the is the oldest. middle child. Mm-hmm. So they're full time. Were they excited to hop on that bus or get oh dropped gosh, off for school? They were so excited. Were they ready?
3: Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if I can answer that. I they were excited, but whether they were ready, I think they had forgotten what real school was like. Sure, you know,
0: did they come home that first day? like hung over from like, Oh my gosh, What was they were exhausted. that? that we, yeah. I totally, were they in bed by like 630 or <laughs> passing never, out in
2: their like wait, spaghetti-o's? requires learning?
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> can you believe this teacher asked me to sit down and, and do the alphabet? I, I mean, can't wear my pajamas.
3: Yeah. I, mean, I
0: couldn't even do TikTok for
1: They had never met show their, their whole
3: class before. You know, right. like that was the oh, first they time they met like, their classmates. Yeah. Yeah. They found out their <laughs> teacher has legs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their teacher wears <laughs> pants every day now. Um, Teacher told me to sit. <laughs> so yeah, they're happy to be back and we're so happy that they're back. But also, starting in January, I kicked Randy out of the house. That's hot. He now has an office. <laughs> okay. Because there's one thing that I learned from, you know, being stuck at home with everybody was that the two dogs, me and the Roomba, all really just need to be home alone without the rest of you.
0: By the way, the Roomba robot that's the thing. The circle thing yeah, that yeah, just hits yeah. walls. Her and all name that. is Gladys,
3: yeah. and she's doing God's work. My so grandma. You, na- you named your Rumba. I think everybody. Everybody does names that. their Rumba. Our friend Lee has one named Betty. Oh, I um, never knew this. Yeah, we're on
0: two, because we we have an English bulldog that sheds like a mofo, even though he's short haired. But the we have, n- have we two we rumbas? have yet no, we had one. It broke. Okay. okay. And then we're on our second one, and we have never... No- <laughs>
3: It's because you didn't name we, it. We've never named broke. it. Maybe she's sad, Maybe and she's like, right I, "I work harder than anyone." Yeah, I'm going to let you because
0: when we did Buddy the, you know, the Elf on the Shelf. Yeah, careful. We get, we we let our well, they don't listen. <laughs> if we're not on TikTok, Chloe's not. How listening. are
3: you guys with the under nine crowd? <laughs> yeah, Killing it. Yeah yeah, 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 we got potty mouth. <laughs> um, we we went,
0: we let the kids name the elves. Yeah, and it's Chris and Chrissy. It's like that's boring. I wanted like. Girl, pickles. <laughs> we have Kiki. Kiki, see that got creative. So Kiki sounds like a hot I, elf. But I, she's just, so
1: hot.
3: Yeah, yeah. She must be. <laughs>
0: she's that early. Uh, martinis for breakfast, and then goes you into gotta, like butt heavy. I got to name your rumba. I got to name it. Do
1: yeah. You have a rumba? No, I have a. You Lucy. have a cleaner. You have Lucy. So don't <laughs> don't I. act like that. Lucy <laughs> I is I got the a best. Lucy, no. <laughs> Lucy is uh,
0: phenomenal. But no, I'm gonna I'm gonna name my rumba. I yeah. think that's what she does. So you can't give me a name. She is a roommate and she does yeah. her job good. Yeah, she yeah. works yeah.
3: hard. She asks for very little in return. No yeah, days she just might be cha- no all you got
0: to do yeah. is no days off and you got to charge her. Mm-hmm. She might be yeah.
3: the favorite like thing in my house like <laughs> better than the kids and Randy. Yeah. So Randy, so you, you go, kick- so, yeah.
0: yeah, so you go to your office. Has he texted you out of the blue like, "Hey, what's up?" No. What are you doing? No.
3: It would, no. Are you looking at their personalities would, right now? Do you think my, that, that would would sounds like in silence. character?
0: Well, I didn't know if Randy would just shoot her a text saying, hey. <laughs> would break hey. my peace and quiet.
2: I yeah. actually <laughs> thought, no, I love that.
3: I thought working at home together, before the kids were there, obviously, we were going to like, go have long lunches, and like, okay, have a yeah. glass of wine. It yeah, would be a foreclosure. You know, that's
0: up her southern that. charm. Together. Yeah, that's her southern charm. Like, it was, yeah, it yeah. turns out it was not
3: like that at No, all. it sucks.
0: It's like, yeah. dude, you're loud over there. Like, I worked from home yesterday, and Janet was on, Like my wife was on three or four conference calls. She's like, don't you have an office i'm like yeah and she goes well you just you're too loud
1: my grandmother used to say a man about the house is bad for business (laughs) so it's good you got (laughs) is grammy still with us okay grandpa no okay no
0: so talk to us about so you mentioned briefly about the foundation that you're in with your with your aunt who had down syndrome who's obviously not with us yeah talk to us about the foundation and you also leaked out a little bit about one of your newest employees that was with a company for about 18 years, and then now she's she is doing thank you letters. Really talk to me about that, because I think that out of everything, that's really cool. Yeah, and so, I think that ray of sunshine, you know, I, I had a professor that once said that they didn't like the word Down syndrome. It's almost like they should call it like the love bug or the hugging disease, because they give hugs unconditionally. Right. Um, I have a, a niece that has Down syndrome, and literally it could be fricking 10 feet of snow. You got about 12 feet of snow guts from the plow yeah. guy that didn't follow the arrows around the cul-de-sac, and it, he just saw me with my last yeah. scoop, and he just gave me a surprise. You it's know, like they don't have the negative gene. They don't have the negative yeah. gene, and she always wanted yeah. to call it like the love bug syndrome yeah. or, or the hugging disease because it's unconditional and all that. So right. talk to me about that foundation that was named after, what, what's the name of it? Obviously, it was named after your aunt. Yeah, so it's um, Libby. You have, yeah, and then the you, have, and you have an employee that yeah. sends out thank you cuts. Just give us a couple of minutes of that.
3: So we decided to start the Libby Thomas Foundation. Libby. Yeah, Libby Perfect. Thomas, Elizabeth. My yeah. youngest is named after her. Perfect. Um, And cut that out because Randy's mom thinks that, Elizabeth is named after.
0: Nope, we're going to leave that in, and we're going to have. Christmas look, have a, is going to be. We just
3: actually have a comment section, <laughs> so
0: if uh, you know, like the real Libby,
3: like the blue check mark. We had but, a few. Uh, we were checking uh, a few boxes. Not Elizabeth. Elizabeth. We have a lot of Elizabeths in our family. <laughs> so many Elizabeths. Yeah, so yeah. we were checking a few boxes, but they all think it was them. So okay. don't tell any of them. Right. right. Um, so anyway, yeah, Libby. Um, turned 60 this past November, which was a huge feat for anybody with Down syndrome. You know, when she was born, my grandmother was told basically to send her to an institution that she'd never walk, talk, be able to do anything. And, you know, she did all of that and more. She met five presidents. She ate dinner at Versailles. She loved Las Vegas and country music and had like a pretty badass life. You like um, Vegas, oh, she loved Vegas. Was <laughs> it the Vegas Strip? Was she, it, yes, she loved it, like the shows and like okay. the casinos. Really, yeah, she okay. loved Vegas, but like high end Vegas, like Libby was a right. high roller, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh, so, okay, All she right. lived a nice life. Um, but one thing we didn't know, and she, Libby was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease a yeah. couple of years ago, mm-hmm. which we got her enrolled in a study at Mass General because of my connections up here in Boston. Mm -hmm. I was able to find out about the study. It's the first of its kind. And it's basically researching the link between Down syndrome and Alzheimer's, Mm -hmm. which nobody even knew existed because no one lived long enough to develop the Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. Because if you're put in an institution and you don't have good health care, you don't live as long. Yeah, so now they're living longer and realizing there's a link. Right. So Mass General tracked her for as long as they could the last few years of her life and saw the, you know, brain changes and the brain development as the Alzheimer's took over. And in the end, that's, you know, that's how she passed away was from Alzheimer's, um, which was in March. So... Um, otherwise, her health, otherwise, in terms of, you know, so compromise myself exactly. for Down
1: syndrome, she was fine.
3: Exactly. I mean, she was always sort of like the picture of health. You know, she would come up here and visit and... Yeah. Um, so sadly, that's, that was the end sure. for her. So we started the foundation while she was still with us. Um, and we've raised right now over $50,000 um, with the major push quickly. just being in the past couple of sure. months. And um, we've hired this woman, Nicole, who is my friend's sister. Awesome. And she had just lost a job that she'd had for 18 years. And I hired her because I realized, you know, how important it is to employ people with special needs. Mm -hmm. Um, And Libby, Libby, no, I'm sorry. Nicole is now working in our office, writing thank you notes to all the donors of the foundation and helping, you know, organize files and keep things neat. And she has just been such a godsend to me as we get the foundation, you know, off. That's great. And running. That's awesome. That's a true testament to you and the life that, you know,
1: that your experience with Libby, um, you know, growing up with her. And, like, you know, you used to say she was more like a sister
0: than, than, a, yeah. than an aunt. So when you say, like, they tracked her, did, did they actually like put a device on her? No. So how, how did that work?
3: She would go back and forth for appointments as long as Perfect. she could travel. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if
0: it was like the sharks where like all of a sudden, they, you know, they, they tagged her. And, yeah. And, you know, Honing device. Yeah, 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 And all of a sudden, they're morning. Oh, the, the she's monitoring. in Vegas again. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. She's, she's yeah, back yeah, in Vegas. She's, get she's her back. She's down 300 on the one-armed bandit. Uh, <laughs> someone, someone zap li- uh, Aunt, Aunt Libby and tell her to move over to a blackjack table. Yeah, yeah. so she's- she, hot right
3: now. Right. <laughs> Split the aces, Libby. All right. Split the aces. Libby never lost. I mean, she, like, is, you know, it's like you say, they're so loving and they give oh, out so much positivity. Time
0: is good to them. I don't yep. think
3: I ever heard a single story where Libby lost in Vegas. You know, everything yeah, well, was no always. no one
0: loses in Vegas. Right.
3: Right,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they never, there's never a recession in the desert.
3: Right. That's right. But oh. yeah, she, yeah, she had a great life and we're happy to celebrate it. That's so, awesome. Um, This is the way, you know, my grandmother um, started on this path, she's no longer with us, but she raised Libby just like her other three kids. Then my mom, once my grandmother and grandfather were gone, Mm -hmm. took Libby in and continued to work on her behalf. And this is sort of what I can do as the third generation of these women who, you know, all did their part for her. And now we can look towards the future and try to help, you know, younger people with Down syndrome, because if they can uh, determine what the biomarkers are, you know, maybe they can eventually prevent the Alzheimer's from becoming a problem, which then gives anybody with Down syndrome, you know, a full longer life. life.
0: Yeah. Now, did you uh, dip your toes in Best Buddies?
3: You know what? I have... You know, I've gone to the different events. Yep. I've never been involved with Best Buddies, mm-hmm. but it's an awesome, awesome organization, and obviously so big here. Yeah, well. Tom Brady. Yeah, yep. yeah. I mean, he, he can do no wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, Meg? I mean, yeah, hey, Tom. All right, we can, doing so, rapid
0: fire? Yeah, let's, we're gonna dive in. So the, so right now, what we're gonna do is we're just gonna spit fire questions, you know, right. one word, you know, sentence, or whatever it is. Um, so we'll start off slow, uh, favorite male. Meal, not male. M e a l, not like your favorite male sitting yeah, next yeah. to you. What's your favorite? Oh, it's the magazine that comes in from. Uh, <laughs> I have a male like
1: female male. Favorite,
0: favorite meal. Like Mexican brec- food. Bre- no breakfast, lunch, or dinner.
3: Oh, God.
0: We'll get into the go, food.
3: Go to him. Lunch, All right, uh, Randy. Breakfast. 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 Same here. Oh, lunch.
0: Lunch. <laughs> yes. Liquid. Liquid.
3: Yeah, I love a good long lunch <laughs> with my girlfriends. What
0: you go to at lunch? Like what?
3: My go-to yeah, go, what go to restaurant lately has rest- been Scarlet Oak. Lately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we love Scarlet Oak. Um, I love Square Cafe. Lots of good places in Hingham.
0: Randy, what do you order off that breakfast menu if breakfast is your favorite?
2: Breakfast sandwich.
0: Bacon, ham, or sausage?
2: Uh, being from New Jersey, Taylor ham, egg and cheese, if it's available. But It's that's like a that's fake meat rare. that they made up in New <laughs> is Jersey. Is it like spam? <laughs> is it? <laughs> Taylor ham is also called pork roll. No, really, I'm, folk, I'm a foodie. Isn't it like um,
3: Canadian bacon?
2: Uh, n- sort of. It's a, it's a round deli meat okay um where do you yeah. find that though uh philadelphia new jersey
0: okay i yeah, i've never heard that over here it's usually just you know gladys with you know you know what would you like <laughs> uh, what, what's your meat uh, yeah so i'm a sausage guy you a breakfast sandwich person yep bacon bacon mm-hmm. sausage really yeah, i'm sausage yeah. yeah and sometimes if i'm like really hurting i'll be like double the meat <laughs> yeah jawbreaker uh favorite season summer fall interesting Yeti or an Arctic cooler?
3: Yeti, Yeti, Yeti. Yeti,
0: yeah. What do you pull out of that cooler first? If it say it's ten thirty in the morning.
3: I mean, what? now a lover boy, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right off. Now summer. that I've tried this, yeah. why all summer? Yeah.
0: So, so you're at the beach with the Yeti. You pull those black
2: little well, rubber straps. Wait a second. Wait yeah. a second. Oh, I'm sorry. What what term do you use? Oh, this is this for is the great. device. This is like the, the love connection,
0: y- you know. Wait, what is when you're th- making whoopie, hold on, hold on, listen.
3: <laughs> the <laughs> device that holds the drinks is called an ice chest. <laughs> that's southern. Oh, that's so southern. <laughs> yeah. Do you have like a block of ice <laughs> in
1: there? Like that's what yeah, I picture. Dude, ice an ice chest. chest <laughs> is Go out to the ice chest. That's what they and get, get. Well, yeah. they
0: also called the ice chest the freezer. Right. You know, then the ice. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. You got your you got your pickaxe out. Don't you have a
3: freezer? I
0: have a freezer.
3: Oh, you call it a freezer. Hell what yeah! You call it? What do you call No, I mean, I call the freezer a freezer, but I call an ice chest an ice chest. And the ice chest <laughs> is a cooler. An ice chest cooler. is a cooler. Yes. Okay.
2: It's a cooler. Oh,
3: boy. How many years do you think you'll be up here when you start
1: dropping your Southern?
0: Yeah. How much oh, of that is language, real still?
3: Not. Oh, it's all rich. It's all I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I've <laughs> lost most of my accent. Sorry,
0: I, I got I got Lava Boy on my <laughs> breath.
3: <laughs> I've lost most of my accent. You say y'all, which yeah. I appreciate. Yeah,
0: I bet you when you get pissed off, I bet you your Southern comes out more like some of the words. Like when y'all I, better just sit down and eat your food. <laughs> Where do you get
1: your Southern information? Hey, y'all, what soup's on. on. I'm yeah, from Hingham 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 Anchor. Anchor. Yeah. Is this your first Southern person you've met?
0: For this like long? Like this long, yeah. Yeah, because usually I piss off the southerners. Right, number right. one, with my accent. Number two, with my ADD. Number three, there's not a slow bone in my body. <laughs> and they're usually You're like, way too fast for them. Yeah, I'm yeah. like the t- When I go, when I'm down south, you know, when I go into a get convenience store, there's a, it's like, yeah, yeah. you know, I need, you know, I'll just- Pace of you know, play. I need yeah, yeah. B- Big no. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. I need 20 on pump three. Um, the kids on our I'll take a pack of palment Lights, <laughs> P-Funks, and you know, because the cigarettes are cheaper down there. Oh, and, and I'll take the Funyuns, you know. <laughs> and people go to the convenience stores down south, it's like an hour and a half just to say 20 bucks on pump three. It's like, dude, you're killing me here. So usually yeah. when I'm down south, I, usually if you're a northerner that transplanted down there, yeah. they fully warn when I come to town. Like, look, you're not going to understand a word he's saying. He's fast tempo. He's soaked in ADD, but he's a good guy. Who says that? Maybe one or two people. <laughs> Back to your question. Okay. <laughs> I since I have ADD, I forgot my. Oh, you yelled at me for the southern thing. Right. All right. So what are you pulling out? What are you pulling out of the cooler or the ice, ice chest? chest? You're at the beach. You got sand in your toes. You know where? What
2: are you pulling out first?
3: Probably like Sauvignon Blanc. I would say. Really? Yeah. I usually take wine to the beach. Really? Yeah. I love like
2: Randy uh first thing is probably some light beer and then i'll probably transition over to uh vodka tonics Sorry, uh sorry tito's soda. tito's soda what am i saying you know what I mean? no no it's <laughs> all right it's, it's i know i was like moon. i've literally never You're, seen you dude, drink you, a vodka you tonic. brush your
0: teeth with a blue moon this morning <laughs> <laughs> it's all that's yeah, no, rough i'm a fall. tito's soda guy too i do the same thing i don't do the light beer i'll start with a, a seltzer and then it'll take too long, and then I just go right to the heavy pour of yeah. the Tito's. I honestly
3: but think Loverboy now, though. Yeah. yeah. I got to find out where These to depend. get this. But are you
0: doing just one bottle of Chardonnay cooler, or is there a, is <laughs> no there chard, a twin No, chard. no. You you a twin Chardonnay. If you ever bring Chardonnay,
3: no. If you ever bring Chardonnay, first of all, I like I cannot oh, I drink Chardonnay. Why? You go cuckoo on it? No, I just think it's it gross. Okay. Okay. Um, I just got really upset. I know you did. <laughs> That's you're just Southern, southern, upset. It's, it's southern <laughs> upset. I'm so sorry I got upset. Y'all, how um, dare you? So, you know what? If I drink, yeah, so I'll just start with like a couple glasses of wine and then I'll switch over to Tito's and soda with him usually. And if we have seltzers, we'll take those. Yep. We're pretty like, I don't know, we're pretty predictable with our cocktails. Though, if you're at Scarlet Oak, I'll tell you the most dangerous thing you can drink. Please. It's called the Dalliance. Never heard of it. They only let you have two.
0: Oh, I love those ones. <laughs>
3: and yeah. Yeah, um, I like
0: I, li- I like those. Those are like back in the day, my tights.
3: It's Going crazy. To- I don't even know what's in it. It's the most beautiful drink you've ever seen. It's pink. It's in a martini glass. It's like a rosemary. It's got like a sprig of something. A sprig. Yeah, <laughs> a sprig of something on top.
0: It's kind of like the hurricanes down in New Orleans.
3: Oh my gosh. <laughs> and, I hate um, it when people do you that. O- <laughs> you ha- oh,
0: wait a minute. You hate the <laughs> Orleans?
3: Yeah. yeah on, I don't- what, what do you want me to call it? Nola? No, n- New Orleans. Oh, no, no, that's or- also bad. Why? Well, how do you, do you say you it? What do you call it? New Orleans. New Orleans. Science. New Orleans. You okay. automatically know someone's from somewhere else if they say Nolens or New Orleans. We have plenty of towns in Massachusetts like that, too. Yeah. yeah. A- Worcester?
0: Newton. Newton. Yeah.
1: Quinky. Quinky.
3: Quinky. I almost beat yeah, myself.
0: Yeah, yeah, I did too. I had, I've had to go since right, 9.30. A couple more questions. we got to go. Favorite sports team?
2: How many can you name?
0: Randy. <laughs> favorite sports, sports team?
2: Ball. Uh, I follow a lot of college sports, so I, I'm going BC. Really? Yep.
0: BC hoops or BC baseball or hoops. football? Hoops. They had a good run back in the day, but yeah, it's you know, been a while. It's been a while. I'm good friends with Mickey Curley. Yeah, uh, and, and his his older brother Billy, the, Billy. Yeah. Um, actually fantastic family. He's uh, coaching the high school team. Yep, yep, the girls. Um, but no, the Curly brothers are great. They put a, a big footprint in there. Obviously, uh, the I think Heron was up. Chris Heron was up there, mm-hmm. maybe long enough for coffee. Uh, yeah, and then he went to the I don't think he thing. was drinking yeah.
2: coffee. <laughs> no,
1: he, you know, Poor guy, he, he, but he's good now. No, he, yeah. he, no, yeah. no. He's, he's done, done some amazing stuff some now. Stuff. Yeah. No,
0: yeah, I mean, the whole marathon thing that he's doing and obviously the sober speaking living. To, and yeah, the, yeah. So, right. And, and the big thing about him is what I liked about it is he's speaking to the kids about, yes. look, at if you have the potential to go D1 or whatever,
2: I mean, you got to be careful. He's really hitting home to kids that are at a very influential age. Um, It's like the 16, the 15,
0: the 16 year old, and you're gonna have a lot of people Mm -hmm. in your pockets or introducing you to things and all that. Um, Beach or mountains?
3: Beach, all day long. Yeah,
0: same here. Are you, like, do you travel outside of Hank?
3: Like, what's your favorite beach? Um, So my favorite beach in the world is a place called Sapodia Bay. And um, it's gorgeous. It's in Providencialis, Turks and Caicos, and it is like this tiny little like slice of he- heaven. And I think we've had our best memories as a family there. Okay, um, it's beautiful. And we got married on the beach, actually. I did Na- too. Naples, yeah. Florida. Where'd you get married?
0: Uh, Jamaica. Oh, beautiful. So our Save the Dates, and you said you were good at content, we spelt our Save the Date magnets wrong. <laughs> oh, my we, God. We, we said Save the Date, and every, all. we spelt Jamaica. We put the I first. Ooh. So everyone was calling it Jamaica. So the running gag was like, oh, yeah, I can't wait for Jamaica. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, that's great, Jamaica, ha, 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 you know. And everyone was like, "Welcome to Jamaica!" So finally, we were there. So for you the, didn't know we had no oh, idea okay. we spelt it wrong, <laughs> okay? And we're finally down there at the rehearsal dinner. We had the steel drums and all that jazz. Everyone came in at different times, but we wanted everyone there on Thursday because we called it the meet and greet. Right, because there was people coming in from all out of town. And finally, someone says to Jamaica, and finally, I turn to my buddy, I go. What's with, what's with the Jamaica thing? <laughs> Am I missing something? So all of a sudden, it was like a deer in headlights. We didn't know either. Everyone was know. like, wait a minute here. You have no idea. I go, dude, I'm clueless. I mean, I'm the biggest bus balls ever in the world. I go, what's going on here? So all of a sudden, that spreaded uh. through all 60 something people. They're like, Janet and Maddie have no idea what the Jamaica <laughs> they thing They're like, dude, you spelt your freaking magnet save the dates wrong. I'm and like, I'm
3: sure they all still had it on their fridge. Everyone. Yeah. It's like oh, yeah. a cause like, oh, You never oh, take it oh, off. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm like, uh, and so that just made it that much better. That's uh, amazing. Okay. So, yeah, so we got married in Jamaica, 66 something people, uh, all inclusive. It was banana land. The fact that we all survived that was pretty cool. Um, favorite late night snack.
3: Oh, nachos. We love making nachos. Nachos she is good. She answered yeah. for you. I
2: would, say, I would say ice cream, but Thank I do you. love nachos. What's
3: your, what's your go-to flavor?
2: Um, I'm a big Hornster guy, so I, I love uh, cow Cream, but Hornster's got tracks, which is pretty solid, too. Yeah,
0: so good. Is the tracks the purple with the marshmallows in there? What, what It's like, no. it's
3: like vanilla with like Reese's peanut butter cups oh, and caramel and fudge, and, fudge oh, and like it's all swirled in. Yeah. Yep. Now I'm starving. All homemade, yeah. Yeah, it's so good.
0: Uh, favorite topping on pizza?
3: Just cheese, but dipped in ranch.
0: That's another southern thing. They give you the ranch dressing on the side oh my with gosh. the cheese in the middle. It drives me insane. Once
3: you go ranch, you can't go back.
0: I disagree. Ranch is good on a couple, like you know, salads, and you know, chicken cordon blues and all that. But I would I never like dip ranch my, over blue cheese. I would know. I dip. I dip my crust in ketchup. Ew. yeah, I do.
2: Yep, I do. I'm gonna go uh, favorite
0: chop chicken bacon ranch.
3: Chicken wow. bacon ranch. Yep.
0: Perfect how do you define success?
3: Actually, I probably define success as having enough time to spend with your family. Like if you're doing enough with your job that you have the flexibility to spend time with your kids. And that is the most important thing to me. Um, That's way more important to me than having like, a huge savings account or something like that. I just want the flexibility for the time, and that's success for me.
2: Randy, I think work-life balance is is probably you know same on the same lines. Like, I think that's so important.
3: One thousand percent. I'm gonna and
0: this final question: If you could sit down, belly up at a bar or be in a closed room, famous, non-famous, who would you want to have like a five minute conversation with?
3: The Queen of England. God bless
0: you. <laughs> you. You and my wife would hit queen it. Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> I mean, she she binge watches The Crown. Oh yeah. yeah. She all of the it. royal family. To her is first, and then the fairy family is second.
3: Yeah. Um. The Queen, huh? Obsessed. Like I've watched The Crown twice. I've watched The Royal House of Windsor. If I'm not watching True Crime, I'm watching something related to the Royals.
2: What about you, buddy? Uh, I'm gonna go a little off the radar, but uh, Pete Marovich.
1: Pistol Pete. Pistol yeah. Pete you I, have we ever talked about that we have we had a lot of them on one of the shows yeah so I
0: think has it changed
1: um, my great grandmother interesting so she took a, and more so as a, a perspective of a mother now she took an infant and a seven year old on a boat from Italy that took two weeks and there's many other reasons but like picturing that and like my grandmother came over two weeks Italy. on a boat husband was already here in boston and she said, had to hey, come over with two kids i promise you imagine getting on a boat for that's going to take two weeks that you're in the basement of the boat and you have a pot to eat out of and a pot to pee in and like my grandmother's rendition of it she just she remembers holding her skirt she never like she's like don't don't let go of me she had a baby and a seven i think a seven year old on this boat and you know blind faith my husband's in Boston, you know, you yeah. came to Boston, like, yeah. and I hope he's there when I get there, and I hope they let us stay. Oh, and I, mean, and I can't text
0: yeah. him saying that we just arrived, right?
1: Yeah, and I just have to. Blind, blind, I mean, you either are uh, leaving from something really, really bad, yeah, or the dreams and hopes that you think you're coming to are, are amazing. I don't even and
3: like flying awesome for maybe. two hours with my kids, let al- <laughs> oh, with somebody else good. helping. Let alone, I don't even like, like hitting on the power school app and your butt, Brock, and your butt to nut. Why do you got some letters that look like
0: D's and not B's? That's a good one.
3: Yeah,
1: she's just my mom tells stories about how she was a badass woman. Yeah. And I'd love to just. Did you you know know her? I love old people. No, I never met her. You never never met my I I was
0: too young to meet my mother's mother, too. So I love old people. I love their stories. You know, I talked to them forever. (laughs) See, that's crazy. You would say, like, your great grandmother or grandmother. I was like Shaq or Snoop Dogg (laughs) or Howard Stern.
3: See, that's why why we make a good duo. Yeah, that's why we
0: make a good duo. That's why you do all the literature. Well, look, guys. This was great. Thank you guys. Two entrepreneurs husband and wife, three little kitties at home, and you guys really do define success. And that's how I define it because you're doing what you love and you just go with it. And I I really sincerely wish you guys nothing but success going forward. And I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. Thanks so much. Yeah, this has
3: been fun. Thank you, guys. And
0: don't ever come back on the set, because, I mean, what are we going to do now after Loverboy? We will drink with you every morning. (laughs) Next time we have him on, we're going to be doing Bloody Marys on (laughs) on mimosa tower. I mean, you guys really did set the bar on, you know, hey, can we start drinking now? No twist. All right, Megan, um, the 11th episode in the book, Yep. we're on to Tom Brady, number 12, That's next time. That's right. Uh, We're probably going to take a short little pause, probably. Vacation. Vacation with Mm -hmm. the kids and all that stuff. Um, Once again, so we got, we had brother sister, we had husband and wife. No, how do we follow? I think we, you know, do we swingers? Think, do we, I think swingers. swingers. Yeah. Well, you are a scarlet oak girl. Uh, obviously, Laura didn't some. leave the studio. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have swingers on next and ask how you do it. Uh, do you? Is it really the yellow door? or I the one relationship. Or the, or the, of or the going. pineapple Thanks. statue on the front of the house because that whole thing right there that you did just blows my mind, and I don't
2: even. How does I, that first come? conversation. Log on to the Hingham Anchor and read the article. I mean, here's the deal. So, and I, we we're closing the show,
0: but it's funny because I have four Adirondack chairs in my front lawn. Someone goes, ah, you guys swing? I'm like, no. They're like, oh yeah, if you have four Adirondack white chairs in the front lawn, that means you guys are swingers. I'm like, well, first of all, I, uh, no, I, I'm crazy, but I'm not that crazy because I'd go jealous real quick or I'd just be like, uh, yuck. Okay. Number two, then I hear about the yellow front door. If you paint your front door yellow, you're swinging. So once really? again, I had a neighbor not saying names. They're like, oh, your neighbor's swing? I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, they got a yellow door. That's like an open invite. Who saying keeps that asking way. you? Because that person sounds very interesting. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. He's a, he's a meathead. He's a, he's one of those guys that gets all his facts and information uh, off the back of a bottle cap. I've heard Adirondack chairs <laughs> for sure. You have? Really? Yeah. Yeah. so So I, I call bullshit on that one. But then I heard... yellow door three steps back the pineapple statue like if you have a uh, a pineapple or a north, south, east, west thing on your thing, that means you welcome that stuff, too. Jesus,
2: I, Interesting. I gotta are, keep up with this I think we
0: really gotta go to the Scarlet Oak on a Friday, which I've heard. Thursday. Uh, I I thought if you swang <laughs> or swung. You Dave, are swing. you back, yeah, Dave? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is a fact. We did, yeah, we did do an art It's white sneaker swing. day uh, here between him and Devo. The, the anchor by the has way, an yeah, article on Chuck this, On
3: swinging, yes.
0: But I thought you just throw your keys in the jar and then you pick them out. I didn't realize it was co- like you 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 put stuff on your house, letting people know the the Adirondack chairs. I call BS on.
3: Well, we interviewed actual swingers for an article oh, that we Christ did in me. the Hang of Anchor. And I they got to add that, I they would've. made a really good point. They what were like, it? "Would you go to a restaurant to like find someone to Swing? you know Swang enjoy? Or? No, um, you know, like just because they're swingers doesn't mean like you know they still they kind of I think they meet online or they yeah. go to someone's house. Uh, you know, it's still like the same amount of privacy you'd have right. with just like a date or your spouse or yeah. your it's a very boyfriend specific or whatever. Yeah. Thing I
1: mean, that <laughs> audience that you need to find. Right. And <laughs> doing it at a bar would be a good And I don't difficult. think they're at Scarlet Hill. No, I don't think so either. Well I'm, I'm they're sitting be in their Adirondack out. chairs waiting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Smoking a cigar and you know having but guys, thank you oh, very thank you. much. Yeah. This has been awesome. Great. Megan, Matt. we're out of here. Yep. Eleven in the books, 12, 12 coming up. Yep. Cheers. Talk to you soon.